things first, Billy. I mean, how, when and why did you start getting into playing tennis? Well, I grew up, but this will be, if you just listen to my story, you'll listen to why kids play tennis and why they don't play tennis. Okay. I grew up, I never heard of tennis. I grew up in um, team sports. I grew up in basketball, baseball, softball, uh, volleyball, every team sport. One day in fifth grade, Susan Williams, who was sitting next to me, looked at me like, just like this, I'd be Susan. I go, okay. hey, Billie Jean, do you want to play tennis? And I go, what's tennis? I said, what do you do? She said, you get to run, jump, and hit a ball. I'll try that. So we go, to, but she's a country club girl, so she, her family had money. Oh, My dad was a firefighter. My mother was a homemaker, so we didn't have a lot of money. So we went over there, and of course, you had to wear all white. So my mother made me shorts, and I wore a white blouse, so I had to be okay, the uniform. Um, and so we hit some. I thought it was fun. The first one I hit, I hit over her. She, she goes, no, no, you can't do that. <laughs> I said, why not? Home run. Duh. <laughs> she said, no, you have to hit him between these lines. And I go, oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, I had fun, but I thought, well, I'll never play again. Or if, we do, if I do play, it'll be with Susan at a club. So we're also playing on a softball team out at Houghton Park. And Susan kind of goes, you know, I took Billy to, to play tennis. And the coach, Val Halloran, says, oh, we have free instruction here every Tuesday with Clyde Walker. Now we're talking. Free instruction now at a park? I'm a park kid. OK. I also have a younger brother, Randy Moffat, who, who also, uh, he's five years younger who also became a major league baseball player for 12 years. I know many of you don't have baseball in your country, but the countries that do, you understand what I'm saying. Mm. Um, baseball is much more, much bigger psychologically anyway in, our, in the US than tennis. Not even close in the attention or how people are impressed. Um, so we both loved our sports. My parents didn't care if we're any good. So I go out to Houghton Park for the first time and I meet with Clyde Walker, and my first lesson was close the gate. <laughs> but I was already going to close the gate. My parents are so strict, I would have closed the gate anyway. So anyway, at the end of it, because I had such a great first experience, and I'd like all of you to think about this. What was your first experience in tennis ever? First experience. My first experience with Clyde Walker changed my whole life. At the end of that first session, I knew what I wanted to do with my life. I wanted to be the number one tennis player in the world. So my mother comes to pick me up. I go, Mommy, Mommy, I found what I'm going to do with my life. I want to be number one tennis player. And she goes, oh, that's fine. You have homework. And she's thinking this will last two weeks, right? right. So uh, it didn't. It, it was great. So then I finally play in my first sanctioned tournament a year later. And I go to Los Angeles Tennis Club in Southern California. And we get ready to have the photo of all the kids in the tournament in front of the club. And Perry T. Jones comes out and says, she can, little girl, meaning me, you cannot be in the photo. So you're out because you don't have a tennis dress or a tennis skirt on. My mother, who made my shorts, is mortified. I said to my mom, I whispered to her, I said, don't ever worry about it. I will show them. So I'm, but can you imagine most kids? Most kids would have quit. 
I've, I mean, I see both children. Do you see how Arthur Ashe and I talk about this all the time? We have to be hospitable. You don't care what they're wearing. You don't care about all the outward looks of stuff. You don't have to, don't think like that. Find out what the child is feeling inside. Can you see they're having fun? You don't even have to play tennis. Just jump, but you but you think it's tennis, but you're not. You're jumping, you're playing. It's like when Judy Mur uh, Murray does her little come play. You know, half the time they're holding a racket, the other half are not. It doesn't matter. Just get them out there and make them a better athlete. And then eventually they will gravitate to us because they had a great experience. But every time, I've even had top players. I coached a male player who was in the top 10 in the world at one time, and he always seemed miserable. And I said to him, what's your first experience with tennis? And he looks at me. He goes, oh, it's terrible. I said, what? What happened? Well, my father made us clear the snow, and I had to climb over this fence on a, on, to get to the the court, you know, yeah. chain fence, and he wanted me to play tennis. And, he's, and I said, well, what's wrong with that? He said, well, I didn't want to play tennis. I wanted to play baseball. He was top ten in the world in tennis and miserable because we don't, it's the child that matters. Like, get them to love it somehow. Um, the reason I love tennis, the one thing I learned, when I play softball, I realized how many times do I actually touch the ball? You know, I played shortstop what, three, four, five times a game? Do you know how many tennis balls I can hit in 10 minutes or five minutes? It is the greatest. Tennis is the greatest because when you hit so many balls, touch, touch, hit, hit. That is so much fun compared to, well, any sport. I've, I mean, I've, there's a lot of sports, but there's nothing like. Another thing, tennis is healthy. Tennis, you use all of, all of your body. You lose your lower body, your upper body, it's an extension, your hand-eye coordination, your footwork. It's fantastic. And if you give tennis, if you introduce tennis to somebody and they end up liking it, you've given them a gift of a lifetime. It's something we can play our whole lives. We are so lucky. And somehow we have to get this across to people. We have to make it more hospitable. Arthur and I used to always say we're not hospitable enough. If you see my journey from the, the very beginning, at the beginning, you can see... It wasn't very hospitable. That is not right. Stop worrying about the court, the nets. We don't need all that in the beginning. Just get them to play, think they're tennis players. If a child thinks they're a tennis player, they are a tennis player. That's it. You don't have to tell, oh no, you haven't played in tournaments yet, you haven't got a ranking yet. Don't even go there. They will, if they love it, they'll play, they'll, they'll, you'll find a way. So it's, it's so interesting how, how tennis people we think in, inward. I feel like we should think inward instead of outward. And the great, another greatest thing about our sport is we are a team sport and we are an individual sport. We have five events within our sport, mixed. Men's and women's doubles, men's and women's singles. That is extraordinary. We don't promote that enough. We don't promote any of the great things we have. We always, we're always looking at like, it's like everything's boxed in. We don't go this way. We're always going this way a lot. So I think with all these new opportunities that the ITF and all of you are doing through your own countries and your own associations, you can change the world. And if you give, you give tennis to a child, look what, it, look what my life has been because of tennis. I'm interested to know what happened to Susan. 
Susan, I'm still in touch with Susan. She played tennis and golf. She went to Stanford because her golf, she was number one in, in the golf, I think. But she was not as good at tennis. But she was much better than I was, uh, than I was when we started. <laughs> so, um, it's but, the shorts, maybe. But I'm still in touch with her. Right. She yeah. has two great sons, and we're all we're all old now. So we just stop. We have fun. No, we are. I don't feel old, but we're old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it just radiates positivity and passion. And you know, you talked about the importance of participation, and that's been exactly what today has been about. Right. Attention. We, we need a critical mass, and we need uh, to get kids playing sports. Absolutely. And not just don't think tennis. Think. I think the reason I was successful, I got started late, but because I had all this baseline of sports and running and hitting and playing catch with my dad, uh, it's so it's so important. So I was a good athlete. That's why. I mean, I was and I honed these these things because of all these other sports. So when I got into tennis, I mean, I'd already been hitting a ball since I was two or three years old playing baseball, right, or softball. I'd already been running sprints. Out, out in the front, out on the street, like from Molly's tree to this tree. I mean, you just develop the child as long as they're having fun. Like my parents didn't care if we're any good, and that, that's another thing. Don't be a helicopter parent, mm. and don't be a snowball parent. It doesn't help. <laughs> my parents were great though. I, we got lucky on the sports area. Other areas, lost right. So I mean, in, in your opinion, then on on driving participation. Um, what are your initial thoughts on, on how this can, can can it be achieved? I mean, how can we attract more players into tennis? It's right here. In the, it's right here in this room. You, it's, it's about people. Relationships are everything. Relationships are everything. So, um, I think we need to be less constricted, get out of ourselves, and get more children playing. But always kind of have a racket around or a ball. Just let them hang. They become like like what they call it in, in ice hockey, gym rats, ice yeah. you know ice hockey rats, like just hanging out. If they go to tennis with the parents or a parent or a or somebody, just let them hang out. It's, it's just they'll start, they'll be they'll gravitate. Just mm. let them see that they have fun. Yeah. Fun. If they say you're having a good time, they want to have a good time. Also, it should be a lot of team because children and I think uh, Trina was talking about that is children want to be with their friends. They don't want to play against their friends. They want to be with their friends. And my whole life has been about team. Uh, my life is team. That's why it's really great that I can try to uh, really help Fed Cup grow and prosper and have children. I mean, I think we should have junior Fed Cup should be huge. I think we should have um, Davis Junior Davis Cup. Yeah. I mean, really huge. Yeah. I mean, I would really get the kids thinking about that, representing their country's big from the beginning. Uh, I love, of course, I, it's something that you, most of you don't know. I've done team tennis since 74, and we have at least two men and two women on each team. So when you, it's, when a child comes, they see uh, themselves, number one, whatever, you know, and then also they see uh, equality and, corporate and uh, co you know, they cooperate. Yeah, yeah. They can see where a woman can be anything or a, a male or any gender. So, um they see, they just can see that, and that's why mixed doubles is such a great event. That's my favorite event. Women's doubles is my second, mm -hmm. and then singles is my third. And I think there's a lot of kids like me. Oh yeah. I know, but we don't we don't emphasize it. Thank God, Andy Murray's playing mixed with uh, Serena. Yes, yes. All of a sudden, mixed is on the map a little. 
Well, I mean, it, it kind of brings me on to the question of, of retention. I mean, is that, you know, is that evolving it? Is it celebrating certain areas more? I mean, you know, there are many federations and organizations. Well, that's team. Team, yeah. team, everybody. And also, when you look at a team sport, you still need coaching. Yeah. You know, you still need um, athletic trainers as you get up the ladder. But down here, I just think kids want to be with their friends having fun playing. Absolutely. I just have fun with a kid with a tennis ball or whatever. I, we don't play tennis. With, just, with, but they're thinking they are. They're, yeah. they're around tennis. It's just... It's, so how important are coaches then in this process? Obviously, yeah, kids well, have we don't have very many, We don't have uh, enough coaching. We don't have enough uh, women coaches. Yeah. We don't have... Also, uh, I think one of them... I'm going to talk to Judy Murray next week about because she's training coaches. doesn't mean you have to agree with her, but she's trying to do the right thing with this come play. Gugard, tennis, tennis. This is for you. Gugard, tennis. Play tennis. <laughs> no, it's, she just gets the kids running around, jumping, balloons, party hats, mm. whatever it takes. Mm. You don't have to have a tennis court either. Tennis people go, well, we have to go to this tennis court, and we have to do this, and then we have... They're so like, like, just make this. You want the kid to feel like they love tennis. Yeah, that's all you care about. They will, but we have to provide opportunity, and then you do need tennis courts, and you need all those yeah, things. Yeah, And then you want more kids per court. Mm -hmm. It's real estate in some places are very expensive, but other places mm -hmm. it's probably not. And then you have okay. When I go to when I've been to South Africa and I see townships and I see what do you see? You see the boys kicking. A cloth ball that all these you know, they take cloth and make a soccer ball out of it, right? And kicking it around the dirt. And then what drives me crazy is how can I get a kid, and not just the boys, girls and the boys, that to love their tennis. And they don't have to have a tennis court. I just want them to hit against the wall, to the, against their home, whatever. I used to hit against this fence and it finally fell. But you, you don't want to get stuck. And then eventually, if they're good, one thing I have found: if a child is talented usually someone comes up to sponsor them or help them. Haven't you noticed that? I think all of you probably, if you could, if you want, when you get winners from your area, it's inspirational to the communities. So let's say you want a top player or number one. I'll tell you what happened with me. This is another thing that happened to me. If there hadn't been the Long Beach tennis patrons, I'm from Long Beach, California, and the Long Beach Century Club helping me like to go to Wimbledon the first time. Remember, I'm an amateur in those days. We didn't make prize money. It was $14 a day. So it's a little different than it is now. But without, without the Long Beach tennis patrons helping me and without the Long Beach Century Club helping me, I would have never been sitting here with you right now to send me to my first Wimbledon. And usually communities, if they see a child that has ability, they'll find a way, even poor communities, or they can find someone that has more money. But I think forming um, a patrons group, maybe you already have it, or if you have whatever, how you, you need, you need some individuals in the community that have money if, or the government to send the good ones away because they do inspire. I mean, look what Coco Golf, how excited everybody is. Yeah. It's inspirational, and that gets kids into tennis. You see the women's world which just finished, 2-0 USA. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you can have it. <laughs> yeah. I 
know, but I want more. I want more teams. I want yeah. more uh, better talent pool in women's soccer. I want more a bigger talent pool in every sport for girls and women. Um, and that takes time, effort, investment, enthusiasm. You have to have the investment, but you have to have the enthusiasm behind the investment. And most people do not. Yeah. It's about the boys. Always about the boys. So you have to start kind of broadening your thinking when you look at kids. Just think at every one of them. Look at everyone, no matter what color they are, what religion they are. You'd never know how you're going to touch another person's life, or how how another person's going to touch your life. You never ever know. So stay alert because you don't know. Just look at that. I mean, just look at Susan asking me to play tennis, or Val Halloran saying there's a free instruction here. That was just vital. It was vital and. And, and then also talking about how many balls you can hit in a short period of time. I don't know about you, but you look at other sports, how many times do you touch the ball? Golf. If, if, you're, on the, if you're at the driving range, you hit a lot. <laughs> but if you're on the course, how many balls do you hit in an hour? I mean, five hours or four hours. <laughs> so I'm, I don't want to put any sport down. I love all sports. But I'm just saying, if you're like me and you like to hit a lot of balls in a short period of time, there's nothing like our sport. It's fantastic. Table tennis probably is great. Um, but, you know, those are, the th it depends on the child too, what they like. And also as goes your body, a lot of times goes your sport. Like if you're four feet 10 and tiny, gymnastics might be a really good sport. Yeah. I mean, that, that's another thing you want to consider. As goes your body, goes your sport as well. Great advice. Um, Billy, you mentioned uh, you know Coco Goff. We've we've heard her of her a couple of times today. Uh, obviously, females in right. tennis. You, know, you, you yourself, you know, been an enormous influence on the game. Um, you know, furthering the advancement of women in all areas um, of sport. In your opinion, um, what is it that women bring to the world of tennis that makes them successful? We're socialized differently. Okay. Um, and boys and girls are socialized very differently. Boys are taught to be brave, which is impossible all the time, and don't be, please. <laughs> and girls are taught to be perfect. And with women, I think we understand that um, also we like to be, well, I think Katrina was talking about it, like we like to be, everything about girls are relationships. We're taught to do things together. Um, that is an advantage sometimes, but it's a disadvantage at other times. Boys have a hierarchy. Like you'll hear a coach yelling at him in his locker room. The guys are fine. They, and they'll say, all right, get the, get the ball to Bob. He's, he's our player. He's our franchise player. He's how we're going to win this. And if then we'll go to the girls, and the coach points out a woman that's really good, get the ball to her. The woman will say to the coach, can I talk to you later? And she goes up to the coach, and she'll say, don't talk about me. I'm just one of the girls. I'm, you know, I'm not the best. She is the best, okay? Get the ball to her so you can win the, the game. The guys get that. The guys are taught that. I mean, you hear coaches yelling. They know there's a hierarchy. Girls, that's so uncomfortable for us. We got to get over it. And I think women, um, also because we're taught to be nervous, Although my, I think men are very nurturing at times. My dad, well, he was great. My both, both my mom and, and my dad were, were great as far as having a nurturing side. But everyone is different. But I think women 
are, um, like in coaching, here's what I find. When a player's not doing well, I find male coaches think they have to do more, play harder, do more gym, do more this, do more, more physical, more. I think women sit back and we look at it. Because sometimes I would tell a player when I was coaching to play, to, um, play softer in a way, softer. They needed time out. They needed nurturing. They needed maybe to take a break. They were burned out. I think, I think we sense it can be either be tougher or maybe you need not to be so tough. But I find guys, it's all about t more, tougher, go. Yeah. You know, if, what if a kid has an injury? Is that the right thing to tell a kid? Yeah. No. So, I, or I don't know. I think we've been so. It's just, just I'm. I think it's socialization, what how we're taught, because I think both genders can, you know, or all genders can be, all over the place. But, well, but in essence, the men are really taught to be brave, and so they got to be this all the time. And sometimes, that's not that's not smart. Sometimes. Not to do more. Sometimes less is better. Yeah, sure. So it's it's a judgment call, but I think we both have so much to bring to the table. It's important to work together. I'm all I'm just big on everyone working together. I don't care if you're six feet five or two feet tall. I don't care. Just everyone get together. Let's figure this out. Well, speaking of everyone getting together, it's leadership. Um, it's about leadership. Absolutely. Everyone here is a leader, and everyone's an influencer. So I hope you think about before you go back to wherever you live. What can you do to make a difference? And what can you do to get more kids in? How can you make it fun for them? It's a lot of work. Yeah. And also hiring people or getting volunteers or more people, the communities, to help you. You know, ask for what you want and need. Girls have trouble doing that too. We're not, we're, we have trouble asking for what we want and need. Sure. We need to step up, girls. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, do you find that? I do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I go, what do you want? And they go, well, <laughs> be assertive. <laughs> um, we've had some great questions um, from, from all of our wonderful delegates as well. And one that well, I was going to ask you uh, myself, but I think it's appropriate just to answer, ask a couple of questions just with our last five minutes with you, mm -hmm. if that's okay. Um, you were saying about, you know, in, in well, my words, innovation and, and, and bringing it all together and all, all being in it together. So, I mean, tennis has changed a lot over the, over the last few years. You think um, it's changed a lot? Um, well, I mean, yeah. It's changed a lot, but wow. for me, it's not changed. Okay. okay. I want more kids playing. That's, that's what I want. Well, how, what are your stance on, this is a question that's come in as well, on tennis and technology? Um, I'm big on technology. Okay. I'm very big on data and um, analysis. I think you need it. I know that's what you've been doing through this mm -hmm. conference. I'm absolutely huge on it. Uh, I think the uh, girls particularly have to get more immersed in digital. It's proven digital, digital, digital. The kids love it. You've got to find a way to connect how we get them playing through it and make it fun for them somehow that they love it. Um, I think we need to use it a lot. I think we need to pay attention. And also, I think we should look at every sport. What is the best thing about that sport, the way they promote it? And what can we do? Learning from others. Tennis people tend to think about tennis all the time. No. Get outside of tennis. My partner and I, Ron and I, are like, we're part owners of the Dodgers, okay? The baseball team. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to learn what they do best. Okay? Go outside our sport. 
Look at what, why are they, if they're better, if they're doing better than we are, why are they doing better? What's warts growing the fastest? Why? Why are they beating us in that? Because we are also competing against other sports. So why do we, so I'm really, really happy with Fed Cup because um, with our World Cup of women's tennis that we have one less week, we have equal prize money. And ITF has made a commitment to be all in, advantage all, with equality and inclusion. They're all in, so that means we gotta put our feet to the fire, our, have belly in the gut every morning, and that means we're gonna have to think about it every single day and what can we do to do that. So what we've done is listened. First you listen. One less week, equal prize money, home and away, and then also a huge event. You know, and so there's focus, like with the World Cup, there's focus, we need that, it'll be in Budapest. And with, you know, $20 million, I mean, you've done a great job, Dave, and, and the ITF, just $20 million a year for three years is fantastic. And the com countries, more importantly, get all of the money that they were getting before, instead of giving some to the players and whatever was left over, you'd have for your country. Now you have more money for each one of your countries. And that's really important because we've got to find a way, I think, in the future to get more and more. I know Dave talked to me about how important it is for him that we find more and more money to give back to the countries. I mean, FIFA has over $2 billion in their coffers. And I don't know what the heck they're doing with it except making more money. That's why the women, not to give them a little more money, I don't quite understand, but Women's, t I think tennis has been the great, the best sport um, for men and women, mm -hmm. because women getting the same money at the majors and getting equal money in the Fed Cup with the Davis Cup is phenomenal. We do not promote that enough that we're the leaders in equality. We should be promoting that like crazy. You can't go wrong. You're including everybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How, how can that be bad? Change. We are so unbelievable, and we don't promote it. I mean, I don't get it. So anyway. Okay. I love it. And I want to thank the, the men and women that started playing in the 1800s, that yeah. they included women. They didn't have to. Wimbledon, I think the men started in 70, 1877, and then they added us on in 1884 or something. I don't think I have it quite right, but that's close. If that hadn't happened, we would not be where we are today. That's why history does matter. And the more we know about history, the more we know about ourselves. But most importantly, is how we're gonna shape the future. Mm -hmm. How are we going to shape the future? I want us to be the number one sport in the world, period. Grassroots, top, best, best everything. Why not? Go for the gold or else get out of the game. Let's go. <laughs> no, I'm just big on that. Absolutely. What's the worst thing that can happen? Right. You don't, Absolutely. You don't make it. Listen, I'm all there. I'm in. Uh, final question. Um, thank you very much for all the questions as well, Billie Jean. Um, I think this is a great question actually to round things off. You talk about the future. It says, could you elaborate more on the role of parents? <laughs> yeah, it's a big uh, to finish us off. Parents, <laughs> they can be fantastic or a detriment. Yeah. And you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Sure. We talked, didn't I just talk about helicopter and snowplow? Mm -hmm. Woo! But then you get a parent, like my mother was unbelievable in getting my brother and I uh, to terms. And then they would share with other kids in the sports. You know, you've got to figure it out. You've got to get in the solutions. It's hard sometimes. 
and some countries are so underdeveloped compared to others. It's just a different situation, but um, parents are vital. They're absolutely vital. They, okay, for instance, when a child comes home, walks in the door, what do you think most parents ask them if, they're not, if they didn't go to the event? Did you win? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, did you win? Hey, did you win? Well, first of all, he or she or, or whatever, uh, whoever, if they played, they did win. If they played, got to play a match, they won in life. My parents never, ever once asked my brother and me if we won. Not once. They'd always say, how'd it go today? That's no pressure. And, and my brother and I, Randall and I, I would be screaming. I'd be so, if I lost, I would, I would get so upset. And my dad would say, calm down. Okay, let me just ask you this question. Did you try your best? I go, of course I tried my best. What do you mean? But I lost. He goes, that's good enough. If you gave it all you had, if you bring all of yourself, he didn't say it this way, this is why I say it. If you bring all of yourself to whatever you do in life, it's good enough. And don't look at, when you lose, don't look at it as failure. Do not look at it as failure. It is feedback. When you win, it's feedback. When you lose, it's feedback. Every experience we have in life is feedback. It's feedback. We learn from it. We want to keep learning. There's three things. Relationships are everything. Keep learning and keep learning how to learn and be a problem solver. And we're trying to be a problem solver here is what we're trying. We're sharing stories. We're sharing information. But we're really trying to solve problems. How do we get more children? How do we get more people in tennis and, and have them stay in tennis? And when you go back, you each have your unique situation. I can't, but parents are huge. And I think it's important to get the parents involved unless they are just horrible. Get, please get them out then. Somehow, <laughs> somehow you have to insulate the child. But that's why I like team sports. And this is the reason I like team sports. The team is together. And usually, well, then you have a parent that coaches. <laughs> It's still okay because you still have more kids around. It's not just one. It's not just one one. Yeah. It's still better. It's better if it's not your parent that's the coach, probably. Yeah. Unless you have a great parent. Some are unbelievable. They're wonderful. Then, but if you have a coach or someone that helps them, is a barrier. It's a little bit of a buffer for the child, unless it's their parent. Let's just say it's not their parent. That coach or teacher is a buffer. It keeps you. In team sports, you find that the parents aren't, well, if I'm the coach of the team, I tell the parents they can't be there. They've got to be, stay away. Kids need some, kids need space to live, to breathe, to feel. They need space. My parents gave my brother and me space. When you don't give your child space, they can't breathe. When you can't breathe, you don't do well. It's really, it's so, don't you think it's obvious, Carmen? It, I mean, it, I it is, but I'm, I'm not a parent. I'm so. like I am, and I'm and I'm like a sponge taking all of this in. Well, things. what do you You're think? Right. You're a parent. I, I You're think, qualified. I think <laughs> going to be a parent again as well. Congratulations! Uh, look, that's thank great. You, thank you, sister. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> that's just, right. Never had a round of applause. <laughs> <before for> that. <laughs> that's um, great. <laughs>
Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I'm like a sponge. You're absolutely right. It just sounds so simple, but yet Not absolutely simple. spot on. Life's difficult. Well, yeah, but you're right. I probably am a helicopter parent. And Are you're you? right about giving space. And I'm going to listen to that, Jean. And you have taught me so much today, as I'm sure everybody else has found this equally fascinating. Please tell us you're going to be sticking around later. Yes, I am. Are you going to be sticking around yes. later? Excellent. Yes. I like to meet some more people. I mean, I, 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 I will. Let's try win. Let's, let's try not to annoy. Good God, Penny. <laughs> and we're playing netball <laughs> together, we've decided. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I could listen to you for hours, as, as I'm sure you could have. Thank you. Thanks for a lot. So articulate. Billy Jean. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much.